Nice to have you all here. We're gonna um, we're gonna look at something I didn't expect to um, today, but I, I just feel the Lord had something else. And the way it happened was this: Shah was talking to someone. They said, "Oh, it's um, on New Year's Day at 5:30 a.m. Bible Society. They're having this thing where they're gonna start uh, reading the words of God throughout every nation." And, and it's starting here, 5.30. Now, to be honest, initially, I wasn't all that excited by that on New Year's Day. Um, but I, I've been reading through the book of Acts, and I got up to Acts, because Acts 6. And it, was, and it was what had happened was the church was exploding in numbers, and there was different uh, things going on about that, and how they were, were um, dealing with that incredible growth. And the apostles said this, they said, we cannot neglect the word of God in prayer. And so we're going to have to outsource some of these other things. And that really spoke to me as I read that, that yes, uh, 2020 for us is going to be the year of the word of the Lord. Amen. What we are, we are people of the word. And if we're not that, we're nothing. We have to remain to be people of the Word of God. And so let's pray. Lord, as we kind of kick off this year, uh, Lord, that we would be obedient to you and we would have open ears and open hearts to your Word. Yes, Lord, help us in that by your Spirit. In Jesus' mighty name, Amen. And Jeremiah 15, verse 16, 15, verse 16, it's only about uh, a dozen words is our passage today. Jeremiah, the, from the prophet Jeremiah, the moaning prophet, they called him, said this, when your words came, I ate them. They were my joy and my heart's delight. When your words came, Speaking of the word of God, when the Lord spoke to him, when your words came, I ate them. They were my joy and my heart's delight. And so we're doing a, a series on discipleship, on being a disciple of Jesus. And by the way, if you have not heard Luke's marvelous message last week, please, please, please go online, Winery Beach Church, and listen to it. It's fantastic. Uh, it is their seventh wedding anniversary today, Luca and Lauren. Whoa. <laughs> but part of what a disciple is of Jesus is, we are people of the word of God. We are people of the word. And Jeremiah, way back, before Jesus, he, he said this, When your words came, I ate them, for they were my joy and my delight. And a disciple of Jesus is, is someone who, who, with others, with us, takes inward the words of God. And as they come to them, make it part of who they are, the words of God. And the, the words of God are the, fun, the fundamental, foundational the life force of who we are as followers of Jesus. The words of God 
They are the base, the life force of who we are, the heart and, and lifeblood of our faith. Right from the beginning, from the creation, na na nei te timatanga te aukatoa, na te taua nei kupu o te atua. You know, seven times in Genesis 1, it says, and God said, and God said. John, Gospel of John, chapter 1, the start of the ministry of Jesus. He te timatanga te kupu, in the beginning was the word. He te te kupu. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. Luke chapter 3, the start of Jesus' ministry, introduced by, by Jesus going into the desert and tempted by Satan three times. And Jesus responds to Satan's temptations, how? By the Word of God. And he quotes from Deuteronomy. And Deuteronomy was one of those, those books that kind of highlights the, the temptations and the failings of God's people in the desert. But here again, Jesus is in the desert and he combats and is, and is victorious over Satan. How? By the word of God. Word of God is foundational. It is the beginning. It's the base. It's not only foundational, it's powerful. It's powerful. Uh, when we, you know, our monthly prayer meeting, most often we start just by quoting scripture, reading scripture, because it's powerful. It's powerful. The book of Judges is the seventh book of the Bible. In many ways, it's a sad book. Judges. The people being successful that, that got into the land. Moses and Joshua got them into the land, and there they were. And they were there, but they kind of weren't there. You know, they just, they vacillated. They were with, they're for God, they're with God, and then they, they swapped over to the gods of their neighbors. And consequently, they suffered for that. Neighboring people would, would come and, um, and oppress them at times. And in the book of Judges, it shows how God rises up different leaders, Samson, for instance, and other, other leaders to help them. And then the people would, would uh, fall again. Chapter 3 of Judges tells this story. Israel had become subject to neighboring Moab, but when the people cry out, God gives them a deliverer, and his name was Ehud. Ehud was a left-handed man. And what Ehud does is this. He makes a double-edged sword, sharp on both edges. And he was left-handed and makes a sword a foot and a half long. And Ehud goes to Eglon, the king of Moab, with gifts. And he hides the sword in his clothing. And probably because he's uh, left-handed, the guards frisk him on the wrong side. So he gets right into the king's quarters with a hidden sword, double-edged. And he says uh, to Eglon, I want to tell you something, but in secret. King Eglon of Moab um, sends out everyone. And this is what Ehud 
does. Gets his, pulls out his sword and he, he stabs Eglon. Eglon was incredibly large. Really, if you read really, really fat. And what the sword does, it goes right into his stomach and it, and it goes so far in, it says that the fat encompasses even the handle. And so when we read Hebrews 4.12, says this, The word of God is living and active, sharper than a two-edged sword. It penetrates deeply. And so Jewish people would have that story in their minds. The word of God is like a sword that can go right through into a really, really fat man so far, so far, so deep that it penetrates muscle, sinew, fat, and it, the fat would even wrap around right over the sword. The word of God penetrates deeply. And I think it's Eugene Peterson who um, says this, you know, often when we're reading the word of God, we kind of lean Lean in, we're reading the Word of God. But sometimes the Word of God will come back at us and it goes, oh, it's like the Word of God reads us. It's powerful. It's powerful. The Word of God is powerful. Ephesians 5.26. It says, uh, the Word can even wash the dirt from the bride, the church, making her without stain wrinkle, blemish, and able to be presented to Jesus, radiant, holy, and blameless. Well, that's powerful. What a cleaning product. It can even wash the church. <laughs> uh, a few years ago in the pre-service prayer, up at room nine, one of our, our wonderful prayer ladies, gentle lady, really gentle, had this word. And she said, oh, I think the Lord's given me this word. And... Um, said it, didn't really mean anything, and then we were praying for people afterwards, and we were praying for um, a lady in church, really staunch lady actually, and she says, oh, um, I just wonder if this might be for you, and she says that word, and it just smashed her, <laughs> just spoke into her life, and she was a mess because, but a good mess anyway, uh, because that was the word of God for her. It's like, a, it's like a two-edged sword. It's powerful. And before Shane, um, Shara and I came here, we'd been offered other jobs. We know the Lord had said um, to pastor. We looked at about four other jobs. They weren't right. Uh, one I was in Taranaki, where we're both from. But um, the night before, I just had this, this panicky feeling. I said, it's not right. It's not right. And then... Um, we got up here, they put us, the church was smaller then, put us up in a little motel, and um, I had a nap in the afternoon, and I woke up with these words in my head, this job was made for you. I said, Sharp, this is it, this is it, <laughs> this job was made for you. Word of God, it's, it's foundational, it's powerful, it's edible. You take it into yourself. You make it part of you. You, you allow it to change you, to wash you, to feed you. 
give you sustenance for the journey. Or you can decide not to do that. You can call the word of God interesting. And you can play with it in a kind of intellectual way, like playing with the food. Call it an interesting philosophy. But Jesus did not give his disciples that option. To Jesus, that is playing with the word. End of three marvelous chapters of, of Jesus' ethical teaching, Matthew 5, 6, and 7, Sermon on the Mount. End of that teaching, Jesus calls for response. Jesus says, if you put my words into action, it's like building on solid rock. Building on solid rock. If you put my words into action. John chapter 2. First miracle of Jesus, the wedding at Cana. Mary comes to the servants and she says this about Jesus. She, she says to the servants, do whatever he tells you. Do whatever he tells you. The word of God calls out for obedience. Bible translator, remember reading. Um, and they were interviewing him about about the word of God and translating and, and, and the difficulties of that. He says, actually, 98% of scripture is very clear what it means. 2% Two, is not. And he says, actually, it's not the 2% that bothers me. It's the 98%. You know, things like love your enemies. You can't love God and money. Flee from idols. Don't gossip. Go to your brother if he has offended you. You know, the 98%, it's clear. It's about obedience. Back to Matthew 7, Jesus said, but if you hear my word and don't put it into action, it's like building on sand. You know what that's like? Go down to Party Street, beachside, look at that building there on the beach, look back, that doesn't always end out well when you build on sand. Issues. Our word of God is edible. It's to be ingested and made part of who we are. Don't play with your food. Uh, at Six Cleary Road, we are wonderfully provided with food every day. However, despite that, not every meal is applauded. <laughs> as it is presented and although it's strictly outlawed sometimes occasionally uh, a bold and rude child might absentmindedly say the ungrateful word of yuck <laughs> <laughs> and uh, interesting also at, at uh, Six Cleary Road sometimes when the adults are not looking and um, occasionally there'll be Food is swapped. And you look down and there is broccoli you didn't used to have on your... <laughs> it has been relocated. Uh, but the word of God is to be ingested. Ingested, not relocated. Don't put it on someone else's plate. If God speaks to you, it's for you. Right. But how do we do that? I just want to say some tips. You know, this, I'm, not being, I'm not trying to be a legalist. I just want to be helpful here about, how, you know, how do we ingest the Word of God? Um, 
Here's one that I've found helpful increasingly over time. It's just sometimes I'll just, just go for a walk. Often I'll go for a work, uh, walk early in the morning and just I want to be open. When, when I'm running, it doesn't help. I'm too focused on. But when I'm walking, that just, you know, Lord, if you want to speak to me, say to me, remind me something. Uh, dreams and visions. Can we shut our eyes? Shut our eyes. Put up your hand. Shut our eyes. Put, uh, put up your hand if the Lord has spoken to you at some stage in a dream or vision. Probably about a half. Yep. Sometimes the Lord, not everyone, sometimes the Lord will speak to you in that way, a dream or a vision. Um, uh, reading scripture. Most days I will read scripture. I'll read this and I'll, I get notebooks. And as I read something, if it's one of those, whoa, lean back moments, I'll write down what I feel the Lord has, has said, you know, a particular part of a verse or a word. And sometimes that's, if it's of the Lord, um, often he, he'll repeat it in different ways. I'll hear it, someone will say it to me on the radio, or I'll read it somewhere, it's boom, 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 right? So it's really helpful, like a notebook. Just write down what you feel the Lord might be saying to you, what you've read in Scripture. podcasts, radio, uh, church, coming together, the uninterrupted exposition of God's Word. Mostly in church, we try to go through uh, books of the Bible. Mostly, not, not always. Just, uh, you know, a little bit at a time. Just so we don't just pick out the, lick the lollies off the cake. But we go through the whole Word of God. And in the growth groups, we get to unpack that. We come together, and, and what does that mean? What does that mean for me? Right, so they're going to start up mid-February. Looking forward to it, the growth groups. Um, Bible verse memorization. That can be really helpful. You just get a verse and just try and memorize it, and then it's always in you. Reading through the Bible in the year, Luke and Lauren had plans. Have we got any of those left? You can get them online anyway. Uh, word for you today, you can get those uh, off Radio Rima or go online, Word for Today, and it gives a little verse and then a sort of uh, summary of it and, and how you might put that into your life and stories and things. Word of God, it's foundational, it's powerful, it's edible, take it into you. But you know, it's... it's it's not really about techniques or tools. It's not really, you know, they can be helpful, but it's not really about that. The main thing is this, is that determination of Jeremiah. When your word came to me, I ate it. And it was my joy and my delight. That's the main thing. That's, the, that's what it's about, that determination that when the words, that 98%, when the words of God come to you that you will take it and eat it and make it part of you. Because it's good. It's good. And so we're going to, that's going to be our declaration today. And so we're going to get everyone to stand up. And if this is not really you, 
Please still stand up, but don't say the words, all right? Let's all stand up. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to say when the word, when your word came to me and those of you that this is what you want to do this year, you will say, when your words came to me, I will eat them. So have practice. When your words come to me, I will eat them. So Lord, we're going to help us to make this not just words, but reality. That when and, and when you speak to us, we'll make it uh, part of us. So the answer is, you don't have to say it if you don't want to, but I will eat them. Okay. When your words come to us, when your words come to me, when your words come to me, amen. Have a blessed day. Have a blessed year.